You're listening to the Out of the Box podcast with Timmy, Halisa, and Sinashaw. Welcome to Out of the Box. This is another episode, and um, yeah, I am Halisa. Let's do it to me, and we have a guest. We have a special guest today joining us on this conversation. So I don't yes, even want special. to give long introduction. <laughs> so, yeah, we have a special guest. So do it to me. Let's hear your voice, and then we'll usher in our guest. So hi, hi guys, hi guys, hi guys, hi guys. You know, welcome to another episode of Out of the Box. Yeah, guys. Um, it's been a heavy week, yeah, Alisa. It's been a heavy, heavy, hectic week, you know, around Nigeria. Um, and uh, we've had like, um, what, what did we even have in the last one week? We had like ultimate search or treasure hunts, you know, where people were looking for, <laughs> we're looking for the president certificates. But <laughs> I guess that will be another topic for another episode, yeah. Uh, and and. Um, today we're just going to be talking about yeah uh, the influence of celebrities and um influencers basically on the nigerian youths and um you know um how good or how negative um their impact has been that's what we're going to be talking about you know it re- reminds me of reminds me of uh, those secondary school debates where we'll come and say oh science is uh what, what was that thing again that we used to do uh, science has caused more harm than good or science and technology has caused more harm than good i'm here to convince you not to debate <laughs> anyways not to um, confuse let's you. introduce our guest we have a very yeah. special celebrity guests in the building today um in fact, how do I even how do, how do I even start this introduction? <laughs> Anyways, we have the wonderful Ifeko with oh, us in the building oh, today, and she's gonna be, um, you know. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, introduce yourself. <laughs> oh gosh, different to me. Thank you so much, Halisa. Thank you, Duro, to me. So, um. I, I think secretly Durotimi has been trying to get me onto this podcast for a while and uh, clearly, you know, <laughs> days are very, very precious and um, like you said, we've all been consumed on this treasure hunt with finding uh, the Nigerian president's, um, you know, certificate. So it's, it has been quite a, an, ex- an exciting week, uh, very thrilling, we've been yeah. hearing all different sides of the conversation. Well, um, just a little bit of background about myself as much as i am nigerian as well i also live and work in the uk and also globally as well so very much into politics um but most especially my core obviously is health healthcare. so um yeah i guess we all found each other because of uh, the love we have for politics across the world no, the, the, the love we have for country or for people so yeah yeah, Yeah. that works like people because yeah probably (laughs) the love we have for people yeah i'm just kind of bringing it to you know working in healthcare and stuff like that yes yeah because i mean at the end of the day it it comes across everywhere yeah okay yeah so um great yeah and you introduced yourself as you know a health professional and um, that that brings us to the topic that we have today when we talk about, you know, um, influencers and the role of celebrities. One of the, like, most um, talked about, um, 
negativity of a lot of influencers that we see today is in promotion of a lot of you know um let's say health products we're going to start off you know from here i know it's not all negative yeah but we'll start off from here and um we've seen recently seen um one new um will i will i call him an influencer also celebrated as emerged and has taken it upon himself to like expose a lot of these guys uh influencers that are paid to like you know influence for skincare products um um sexual enhancement products and so on and so forth and we do see that a lot of people actually you know patronize these businesses and um from his little exposés, we've also seen that a lot of these businesses may not necessarily have the required registrations, uh, you know, um, by NAFDAQ and and the rest of all of these, you know, organizations that are meant to check meets, you know, uh, these products and everything. So it brings us into the topic of discussion, and it goes beyond just even products, even from politics to um, lifestyle to. Um, a lot of issues we have you know celebrities who are influencing you know young people and maybe not the not so young too you know in their millions out there to you know adopt certain ways of living or purchase certain products so generally what do you think about um influencers and um celebrities influencing young people you know um to live life in a certain way or you know, to go after certain products in the market or se certain services. So, dear to me, this is a very, very um, as 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 much as you are trying not to make it so broad, it's quite a broad uh question. Um, if you don't mind engaging me with it with me as I, as I talk through it. So, basically, human beings are always going to do what they want to do, right? And how mm. it's conditioned in your brain. You know, based on societal pressure as well, would make somebody do something even if it wasn't initially on their mind. Take, for example, you see an advert and it keeps on appearing about five times in between your movie or your TV series or something like that. Whether you like it or not, your brain is picking up um, what's it called? That particular advert. In fact, you probably start to remember different parts of the what's called the the song attached to it or something like that and with that you have to also bear in mind as well that there's also peer pressure and there's societal pressure as well you know there's the fear of missing out fear of standing out and not you know wanting to belong and everything and you know with social media that you have these days whereby information travels at the speed of lightning you know, from this to this to this, you know, you start to kind of look at yourself as well and see that, you know what, okay, maybe this could be better, maybe that could be better, or whatever it is. Then when you now have the add the additional layer of influencers, quote unquote influencers on top, that obviously just, you know, kind of charges everything up, you know, times two hundred percent because they will give you the they would sell you what they're supposed to sell you. The whole point of them doing that job is to sell you what they're supposed to They're literally just the salesman, the modern day salesman or saleswoman of today. Influences on the current culture in Nigeria, I see it as sort of twofold. Number one, um, number one, 
for some people who are influencers is the way they make their living just because there's actually no other opportunities for them to kind of make you know a certain layer of you know a certain amount of money and also as well it's also because they have seen their counterparts as well across the pond who are making this kind of money that's you know from doing what they're doing so they're literally they obviously start off as okay how can i make this to yield this particular result in terms of productivity and then how you know how is it going to how can they now infuse their own thing into it as well so number one is to make money number two as well is actually to grow your following and your base whether or not you're sending them um you know the the yes i mean you're selling the product that you need to sell whether or not the product actually has any benefits true benefits because the product can benefit you in a good way and it can also benefit you in a bad way and that's where this whole conversation i believe is going to how is it affecting how is it harming people how is it um you know is it doing more harm than good you know in terms of the markets and there's no right or wrong answer on that one for some people the word abuse will always come in there because with any good thing take for example like i said you have a drug like paracetamol that you're taking for a particular headache or something like that you know yes you can take it to treat that particular drug but then when you're constantly in pain you're eventually going to abuse that particular drug if you keep on taking it out of prescription and out of dosage so influencer culture is good when it's doing the, when it's working the right way and it's harmful when it is it is obviously not working the right way so there's i don't think there's really really a uh, a right or wrong answer because at the end of the day there's always going to be that 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 push and pull you know between the good and the bad and trying to meet in the middle to be honest you just you need for the consumer themselves to actually just wake up you know and be able to make informed decisions and discern you know how it's going to benefit them from there i hope that sort of answered your question in a nutshell yeah uh, like so, so, so before we before we actually you know started recording the podcast, we're having a conversation about how much you um, you sound like one popular broadcaster in uh, that I used to know. I used to rock the airways in Lagos, and then you said something about. Um, <laughs> Trust me, I was bringing everything in, yeah? Because a lot of people are going to be suspected right now. But, like, you said something that struck me, yeah? And you said, um, we're talking about, you know, um, why they always leave the jobs and everything. And then you said, you know, that after some time, they've built enough, you know, emotional connection with people. They've built enough um, um, social capital. They've built a lot of popularity they can take into different things and everything. And then you said something about, you know, how much time people spend listening to them. I remember those days, you know, um, sitting in traffic, you know, you know, you listen to these guys for hours before we actually, you know, had options to listen to other things and everything. Yeah. You listen to these guys for hours. You have, you know, even if you're at home, you have like this sort of emotional connection, you know, with these people. So there's this certain level of trust that that is built between celebrities and regular people. Yeah. So it yes. leads me to the question that, um, it leads me to, and, and, and the trust is so deep that sometimes people even call radio stations to ask for life advice, like, you know, to ask for yes. advice on very, very relevant issues, you know. Um, but now, so it now leads me to the question that if celebrities or influencers are not actually using these products by themselves, 
is it fair for them to actually be marketing this thing to the people because that has come up like a whole lot of times yeah so yes they can go ahead mark at the end of the day it's it's up to the users to have um or the customers to really have sense to know what they're consuming or what they're buying or what you know whatever they want to go for but is it fair for people who have built so much of an emotional connection with these celebrities or with these influencers you know over over the years um to is it fair for things to be marketed to them by these influencers in a manner in which it you know you know some of them they they put the products let me let me let me give an example of like skin hair products and mm -hmm. you know they they rub the products on their skin and they tell you oh if you want to glow like me you know you should go get this and you no know, one little girl is sitting down by the corner and thinking that oh she wants to glow like this person that she shares so much in common with or she shares some sort of emotional connection with so is it fair you know for them to market products they do not necessarily you know use you know by themselves or services or the likes so first of all do it to me we can't put all influencers into the same basket because they're actually influencers who actually do use the products and then they're the ones that don't use the products i think just for the all intensive purposes that this is being recorded i think yeah one has to state that so just a kind of um kind of pick on that particular aspect of your question it's not all influencers a lot of them actually do use the products a lot of them are actually very specific on products they on brands they don't touch as well some of them as well don't even um because they because they probably research about the company behind the brand and they're like no it doesn't it's not going to be good for their audience and it's not going to be good for what's it called for um their brand itself so we have to we have to kind of you know um, compartmentalize the different categories of influencers that we have here. For the ones who fall into the category whereby they are marketing products but not actually using the products themselves, that is deception, to be honest. And I, I don't know if you wanted to really use the word, but it is actually flat out deception. Reason because I mean you're you're selling a product that you haven't actually used, but you're trying to get people to buy it. You know, at the end of the day, so it's you are no different to a company who is trying to advertise on TV, and you know, and the person hasn't used it at all. So that in itself, obviously, is deception. But then that's also playing on the emotional, more like a, I don't want to use the word emotional blackmail itself. But at the end of the day, it's also how as well they. They kind of sell it to the audience as well that will make the audience decide to you know decide to actually buy it themselves so and 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 i have to definitely give kudos to the industry that the industry has actually tried in clamping this down whereby i mean if you have followed the the way influencers have come about on social media just to give you a little bit of background history there used to be a point whereby um, an influencer would be advertising for a particular brand, right? And some people were not actually, it was not, there were no guidelines to how to advertise for a particular brand. So some people were abusing those guidelines, like again, the word abuse. But now, if you want to actually advertise for a particular brand, you actually need to put, there's actually certain conditions to you advertising for a particular brand now on your on your on your social media page in addition as well you need to obviously include certain taglines as well and obviously include the word that you know that this is definitely an advert and that's sorry also, where, you know, where are you talking about are you talking about in nigeria or globally or 
Are you talking about Nigeria? Both, both, both globally oh, really? okay. and, both, and also in Nigeria as well. Yes, yes. It's it's part of the social media guidelines now that, you know, if something is an advert, you have to clearly state it's an advert. The same way how if uh, a picture has been retouched as well, and you're trying to promote a brand, you have to state, it has to be stated that this picture has been retouched because of this particular brand that you're promoting. I'm not too sure if you were aware of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am aware that you have to, but it's not as if it's the government's own regulation. No, it's, it's you know, we have a new, we have... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we have like a new order of government now, which is like the Elon Musk and Co. Right? So they're the ones that would tell you, okay, like for example, on Twitter now, if you tweet from America, they can say there's this community, this thing. Dorothy me was even talking about before. People yeah. have to give context to that post to make sure it's not misleading. Yes. So those those ones are the ones that they do on those platforms. But on Instagram, you have to like say it's an ad. I think yeah. on YouTube, you also have to say it's an ad. You have to specify yeah. from the very beginning. Exactly. Yeah, so I, I'm 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 quite familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Um, for for me though, for me, my own perspective to this topic is that it's it's very inevitable and i feel like influencers take a lot of heat but that's just me being calm today i don't know what what side of the bed i woke up <laughs> but well, influencers do you have to understand that their job is to sell now how they go about selling you know that is the, that that in itself is the question their job is to sell exactly that's what the thing is great that's what i'm even saying that's why i'm like sometimes i wonder why they take this much heat right but because the thing is right now we are swimming in products the world has gotten to a point now where there is product it's like for example if you're living in a country that has four four weathers so if it's like if there's like um you know spring summer autumn and then there's winter you're literally going to have to change clothes sometimes almost all the time so there's so much product in the world see the fashion brands look at the makeup brands there's just a lot of product before we're at a point in our kind of should i say development where products were only for function sake so people only had product because of their functions but now we have so much we have in excess for for not just for what's it called for functionality and you even learn it in like marketing or things like that that products are now beyond just their functions you have to sell the experience so that's why you have to connect with people on that emotional level for them to relate with your brand rather than that brand because your brand and that brand they are doing the same things basically so but you need to like present it now to people in such a way that is different so people are connected to the person that is presenting that product to them rather than maybe the functionality because right now we are living in a time where there's perfect information you know all of those things so what i'm trying to say basically is like the time is so inevitable for us to um, influencers are going to be there like we ha- we're going to have more faces selling products basically before it was just television and radio because they were just like smaller products i just feel like but now with the variety is inevitable that we have it and with development in technology and everything so for me i just wonder if the only thing is that i just feel like should there be some kind of industry that they do not go into because we're having these conversations around politics the other time and we're saying that with politics like maybe influencers should stay away <laughs> maybe celebrities should stay away <laughs> <laughs> but maybe with healthcare stuff, maybe we should just leave that regulation to a very specific body and it shouldn't just be about, you know, it shouldn't just be any person that's not a professional. So do you think that there are some, like, should I say, industries? Do you, ag- 
that, I don't know. You, that, you that can agree or disagree with right? what I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. There's a that no go areas when it comes to influencers. Yeah, like yes. And, and if you if you understand what I was saying with my point, like you could also say you might not also agree. Just I just want to hear yeah, your perspective. No, me, if I, if I do not yeah. agree, I would definitely uh, highlight it that I do not entirely agree. But yeah. No, you are correct. We are swimming in products. But you have to understand, Helissa, that this whole influencer thing did not just start in this century. It has been it's been given the name influencer, but it's actually always been there. It's always been part of uh, sorry, not I'll not say as part of Nigerian culture, I'll say part of global culture. And I'll give you an example. Like for example, I say healthcare, right here. And for healthcare, for, for companies to market certain products, obviously, they would actually have salespeople, you know. Now, are you telling me that those salespeople are not influencers themselves? They're influencers themselves, but they're just called a different name in a different industry. That's it. When it comes to, uh, what's it called? When it comes to politics and you look at politics in America, and when you have certain celebrities endorsing certain candidates, they are influencers, but are they called specific? Are they specifically called political influencers? They're not called. They're not called political influencers. They're called celebrities. They, they actually use the word celebrities, but then you have the lobbyists who are also there as well. Now, when it now comes to fashion, beauty, that side of the industry and everything, that's when you now start seeing the word influencers really, really bought in into you know into the terminology and you know and, and you know and the so-called speech and everything. So. They're, the word influencers just you know let's just say that they have different synonyms in different industries and how they are being used you know the same way how you have in manufacturing for cars and all of that and then you have a celebrity there that celebrity is an influencer for that particular manufacturer as well do you understand what i'm saying so if you're saying that there's a no-go area, it's already been penetrated into different industries. Look at, for example, Emirates. Emirates has Penelope Cruz currently at the moment as their celebrity. She is an influencer for Emirates. Do you get where I'm coming from, Alyssa? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I can definitely see that angle, really. Like... God, I, I have one very terrible example in my head and I, I'm thinking, so are we going to say like say Donald yes. Trump is like an influencer? Because it's like anyone that sells, sells uh, an idea or a product or something. Because when well, we think influencer, I feel like there are levels to it though. There's someone in, th there's an idea of influencer, especially when we talk about, you know how, you know the gays right now with youth and influencers, everybody just feel like young people don't really have their own, this thing, they are following influencers everywhere. So there's an image of them being a bit, um, what word can I use that would be nice enough? Like, there's a bit of them being vain. There's an idea of them, like, look at what happened the other day now. Tacha was um, online screaming to people that um, they did not listen to the police. I mean, she's now this influencer that um, became powerful because of Big Brother Africa. You know, yeah. she was in front of the camera for 70 weeks and all of a sudden she has this massive following behind her. And the, some, sometimes the kind of ideas that she hold and knowing the kind of people that the, the amount of people that listen to her, you just be like, wow, it seems like people that are getting popular and getting this fame are, are not people that are extremely, um, should I say, ah, God. <laughs> you know, people that maybe are slightly vain, you know, it depends 
so maybe th- that's the forefront of what we we think when that's what we think, think when I we think, think we influencer we're not really thinking of the people that are just maybe selling a product people that are people don't really think of those people as influencers i don't i don't think so Alyssa, I'm not too sure if you if you were using the I think you were searching for the word, but I don't think vain is the word that you're looking for. Because you can't put somebody with a product that doesn't look good. I have to say it that way. Sorry. You can't put somebody with a product that doesn't look good. There is a certain there's still a certain um and, and when I say look good, I'm talking about what advertisers look for in terms of camera good to sell a particular product whether or not it is a gym product or whether or not it is a perfume or something like that you know because you have this you still have this uh, disparity whereby okay um somebody wants to sell a product the person might have massive following but their appearance might not be as strong enough to carry that particular product despite the fact that they um what's called that's why i felt that they uh what's called you know they have a massive following and and i'll tell you and i'll tell you which industry you see it in because i i don't i think you're you're just looking at a few industries you see it a lot in tennis and that's in the sports industry right yeah and you see it as certain figures you know who are popular and everything right yeah they get certain types of um, endorsement deals based on how they look and some of them don't not because they not because they're not great stars or anything but actually based on how they look they will get certain deals you know and with that tennis tennis uh, stars are also influencers i'm i'm trying to tell you that there's you think that there's an industry that has not been touched or you think that there's an industry that is not going to be touched every industry has been touched the same way how you have formula one in in sports the same way how you have golf in fact i think golf probably has some massive influences i mean when you saw tiger woods you know back then tiger woods was like a superstar on, until you know his his personal life started catching up with him he was a massive influencer he still is to be honest because if it's said that tiger woods is going to play at a, at a particular match people are going to flock there so i still think that you you're looking at the literal meaning of influencer no no i think i think we we, we i think we we use influencer for certain categories certain industries and we don't understand the fact that it is actually the same thing but just a different name in another industry okay okay what do you think is going to be okay when, you know nowadays when you um, listen to kids uh, speak i think they even took a, a survey the other time and they asked children or maybe middle school or something what is your top one profession you know and then they said the highest ranked one was i wanted to be an influencer i wanted to be a youtuber but i'm not very <laughs> accurate don't quote me so uh, yeah so people wanted to be influencers and do you think people are thinking i want to be like i want to be playing tennis and i want to be the greatest in the world to be an influencer okay first of all halissa uh, what was that where was that survey done which region of the world that's what, that? that's exactly what i'm saying like i don't because i i know i've come across this i i can't that's why i wanted no, to like no, keep no, it on so i'm like factual about it but it has come up uh, several times yeah no, should, should i tell you the reason why i asked you that question i'll tell you the reason why i asked you that question because if you're to go to india for example right here and you ask a child that question the person is going to the person's influencer is one of the bollywood actors 
Ex- but the person will tell you Bollywood actor, like all the, they will not tell you. But the, but the so that's what I'm saying. So it's different. It's slightly different perception wise. The way the person, the way that Bollywood actor like an Ashwara Rai lives her life, Priyanka Chopra Jonas lives her life. She is influencing the. Yeah, it does. I'm not saying many. See, okay, let me tell you something. Breaking news. I'm also an influencer. My sibling, my younger sister wants to be like look up to me. She likes me a lot, right? So it does not matter who you influence. It's it's the scale. Podcast. No, you are not. No, no, to no, really, because I feel like you're trying to be correct with it. Like you're trying to you know the what we are saying. You know, right? You know the influence. Because because no, don't 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 trust me. I'm not trying to like change. like I'm just trying to say like if you see an a survey like that it's quite frightening because you know the it's not like somebody wants to be so good at a profession and the person wants to now influence in that sense you know okay, there are I many people that are doing even doctor is it Apro Aproco what's that that guy's name online that does these very fun videos about yeah. a medical Look stuff he's an influencer. But exactly he's an influencer but people will not say i want to be a medical doctor and then i'll have enough social capital to be able to influence people yes yes so it's, the, it's like, so it's like i feel like the starting point is a bit it's it's a bit you know <laughs> you know you know i but, said you know i said something Let, let's go back a few conversations ago you know i said something i said that why do they want to become influencers depending on which type of influencer they want to become you have to know that Part of the motive is money, to make money, because they have seen somebody who is in this field, this sphere, in this ecosystem that they're in, and who is churning out the cash. Uh, okay, remember when YouTube changed their laws, right, yeah, and uh, they said that you have to have certain amount of subscribers, you have to, the subscribers need to have what certain amount of minutes, you know, for your for you to really really monetize your content and everything right did you notice the 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 the, the you know the massive inflow of people trying to push their youtube channels on every social media platform say this guy watch my channel please subscribe please subscribe sorry certain amount of subscribers need to be subscribed you know and everything so with with all of that if you, I'm sure if you were to drill down in that survey of those people who said that, that, you know, that they want to become an influencer, why exactly do they want to become an influencer? Probably because they want to make money. Money that they're not going to be able to make in, an, in a, just in a usual nine to five. Number two, they want a flexibility of a job that they are able to dictate when, how, what, you know, what sort of things and everything. Number three, they probably want to, probably with the influencer job, they want to travel. They want to see the world and everything because influencers travel, see the world. They don't get to pay for this or whatever it is that, you know, or, you know, whatever it is that, you know, they, they, they get, <laughs> I almost nearly lost my English there. They nearly get, you know, they get flown out to all of these events and, you know, and so, so, and so, and so. That is what has probably they have seen and it's based on what you have seen that these influencers are supposed the influencers that they want to aspire to that they are seeing that they want to become it's what you see that you behold halisa i agree but it's just for me i feel like because the people that i've seen that have been successful in a way yes i've talked about the vain people but i feel like 
there are smart people out here like financial people lawyers everything that become influencers but many people end up seeing the influencer part and you know the the, the part where people do hard work is omitted so i fear that that that's going to be a problem that you know people don't know that maybe if you if you're so good at the if, if you're so good at maybe politics you can even be an influencer if you're so good at medicine or something you can be an influencer if you're so good at you know law or whatever you can be an influencer if you are if, if you're a great pilot nowadays you know this guy that plays for is it manchester city so no mean i don't know if he's still their son there's it's this guy's son is he still in playing in that club i think it's tough now. yeah mm. oh, okay okay he's literally on every billboard in the in his the country he's from He's so big. He does. He does advertisements for like pizza. He does advertisement for. Isn't he an influencer, Halisa? He's an influencer. He, he is. That's what I'm saying. But the thing is, you wouldn't. He he's not. He did not move like I'm targeting. I want to be an influencer. He's like so good in what he's doing that he's now like the face of many things that work so it's not so I, I find it a bit problematic where it feels like you need to study it's like influencer yes they, we've gotten to a point where we have and what's it, what it called and um, you can learn seo you can learn digital marketing in school but even if you're so good at it you'll now be influencing on a different level i just feel like people Auntie go Halisa. into that influencing without substance lightly see her laser you know even religious let me calm down <laughs> Even religious leaders are some of them are influencers yeah interesting interesting but but Halisa, if, if you don't mind me just saying something right here so like right, of course you know when when dr proko I, I believe it's dr proko when he started doing his what he was doing on um on social media i'm sure he too as well must have thought i was you know let him just try this out it is influencers that are doing this thing okay what can he do you know, and all that. And I had to give him kudos. He really, really did open that doorway for other for other people in the healthcare profession as well to also go down that sort of route of getting their message out. But when he was 16, he did not say, I want to be an influencer. No. He wanted to be a medical doctor. He became a medical doctor and influencing was just an offshoot of that. He probably did not even know what the word influencer was. Exactly. Exactly. So don't you think it would be a problem if someone is at uh, 16, 15 saying they want, without even like thinking of, even if you're in fashion nowadays, you need to, in fact, you need to learn how to make 3D um, animation and stuff like that for you to be so good. You have substance behind it. A 16-year-old of today, no, and a 16-year-old of, uh, and and you as a 16-year-old of way back when, or myself of way back when, we were living in different times. We are living in different times. The 16-year-old today has iPhone, has access to Samsung, has access to these sorts of things that you will see that this is how people are making money of today. A 16-year-old today who can actually body go and tell their mother and their father that I want to become a chef. And, the, and their mother and their father will understand that being a chef does not mean that you are being a cook. cook totally different, in totally different uh, times. So I can understand a 16-year-old coming to and say, I want to become an influencer. And you know what? Eh? I was asking 16-year-old, okay, what is your strategy? Which industry are you, fo- are you focusing on? That they are probably seeing somebody who was, uh, what's it called, who, who has done this. And you know what? The person will open up videos of all the different influencers and shoot, and they will even break it down for you what they've done. They will even tell you what camera that they're using. 
But the 16 year old of way back when, we were in a different time because our parents were busy telling us if you don't go to school, something, something, something. Koboko was the system right there. Sorry, Dorothy, are you back? <laughs> yeah, I'm back. I'm back. And I think, for the most part, I think, like you said, when you started speaking, this is a very, very broad conversation. And I think we might even have multiple episodes to really dive right in to dive you know deeper into this yeah but as you were talking it also reminded me of some influencers you know those that will tell you that um let me give one perfect example oh you know i made 50 millionaire from this uh and i don't know if they actually make that money but they now start selling courses to get other people to and for the most part they make more money off the courses that they are selling than actually making that you know um making that money for themselves you know and and they are, and they are, and they are probably wondering that you know was this all the sales marketing tool or was this just pure uh what's called misleading communication right exactly and it leads to a lot of frustration because you, they, they, you know, the people who look up to you keep on saying you're making money. And you're making money off selling those courses, but not making money actually doing what you're, you're selling to people. You know, so it leads to some level of frustration. But I do have one um, um, uh, question that I would like to ask, you know, because I think Halisa asked it, but we did not get deep into it. In the aspect of poli Nigerian politics, we are at a particular time where it is very... Nigerian politics is very delicate, you know, for the most part, and very controversial. Do you think that influencers should stay off influencing political decisions at this particular time? And I'll also ask the question this way, because from the way I observed uh, many Nigerian celebrities in the last election, it wasn't looking so good for them, businessmen, popular people, you know, in terms of if they, if they actually come out to give a political take, they could be dragged down their businesses and whatsoever. Yeah. So I, I know that's a little bit different from what we're discussing. But do you think people should be allowed to influence, you know, for politicians? Do you, do you think there should be laws that prevent people or there should be laws that actually state that, oh, if you've actually been paid, you need to state that you're, you, you, you actually have been paid? Because if people are suffering so much in the community and then they see their biggest stars who they have, you know, some sort of emotional attachments to um, promoting these guys or promoting some political parties or candidates, it might actually lead to, you know, influencing um, voting decisions, which may not necessarily be the right decisions. You know, that's one question. But um, I think let's take one, one question at a time. So um, to answer your question, Duro to me. I'm going to use the UK and I'm going to use the States as an example. And as much as I would like to say probably a yes, that, you know, uh, politics should just be politics without the influences and everything. I can't, I can't, I can't lie to you. And I won't say they should be banned, right? Because at the end of the day, if they're banned over here, they might as well be banned in the, you know in the in in the west as well um now should there be some guidance around you know probably some kind of you know level of guidance or whatever it is then yes definitely you know when, when you see uh uh certain celebrities come out to support certain candidates you know are, are they being questioned about whether or not they're being paid or not probably not um but then again 
are you talking about the influencers that are putting out the posts online or are you talking about the celebrities who actually show up you know in person with the candidates because i think you're going to have to divide those two do you to me why why why, why yeah, do we I think have to it's both it? like if you hmm. because those ones who are paid online uh, you can tell they've been paid online to do the work that they're supposed to do the ones that show up in person you know some of them might actually not have been paid they just they just want to support oh yeah oh yeah yeah i i, I do get that <laughs> i do um some of them just want to actually support some of them are actually not paid some of them actually just want to support so i cannot that's why i said that we we might need to uh, uh, how do I put it? I need to distinguish between the ones who are paid online as okay, you know, you know, become bots and trolls or whatever it is, you know, versus the ones who are actually like okay, this celebrity, you know, this Nollywood celebrity using Nigeria as an example, this Nollywood celebrity is actually out campaigning with this person, you know, and all that, and they're not being physically paid. Now, are they part of the? Are they part of the what's called? Are they part of the entourage, the press, or whatever it is? Yes, definitely yeah so i mean that's that's a good point you made there but i wanted to just highlight something there's something we call the halo effect right where like you you um you say when someone someone is attractive or you, you kind of tend to assign positive traits to that person so right. you might also find those like people that are beautiful or smart those people like projected as influencers in our faces the people that i i consider influencers just first gaze um you kind of think that they are generous they are smart they are trustworthy so some choices that they make no matter how uninformed they are sometimes them <laughs> they, they might you might see you might trust them more than you would trust like an average um or a newscaster or someone even in your family to be honest so I that's agree. the thing that's why you have to like worry that okay are these people um influencing are they informed enough to you know um to like have this kind of really strong opinion but the thing at the end of the day you can't really police how people how people want to um express themselves freedom of speech right but then yeah. it's like i think yeah. that's a big communication even freedom of speech on itself freedom of speech but then where does your own freedom end at the, at the end of the day but i think we should revisit that conversation because we're trying to go for for today i think maybe we can revisit it do it to me right or if i if you have anything yeah. you want to share with us please do i think like i said at the start it's a very um you know this influencer culture is a very very broad topic and I, and i and i hope i've been trying to, i've tried to kind of break it down to a certain level a certain extent in in different ways now speaking to the question initially which i know durotimi sent me that the influencer culture and its impact on nigerian youth is it more more harm than good i can't i can't even give you a, a concrete answer whether or not it's more harm than good because at the end of the day it depends on the individual you know who is actually feeding off this particular whatever it is whatever the product it is and how they also respond to it as well so more harm than good we, we get it in all the different societies and sometimes obviously you see a shift tilt to more harm and then there are laws that are brought into place and then you shift it you know it, it becomes um it kind of balances itself out so thank you very much for having me 
I do. Thank you. Thank you. It was a very fun one. Converse. Like, please, thank, like, we do appreciate it. But, yeah, thanks for your time. Thanks for all of your opinion. We've got to do, like, uh, yeah, definitely. more episodes on this because, like, you know, there's, there's still a whole lot more to discuss. Uh, I was going to go into, like, the role of parents because um, Ifeko, you know, said something that about, you know, um, people just the, the end consumers you know at the end of the day you know having a stronger you know sense of independence to actually know what's good for them or not so i was, I was going to go into like what would be the role of a modern day parent to prevent uh their children for 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 just falling you know into anything that is you know pushed out to them you know um so mm. but maybe on another episode we would cover that up so thank you very much this was a very interesting episode with our celebrity if we go <laughs> all right guys thank you uh thanks for joining us and thanks for listening <laughs> i will see you in our next episode have a wonderful day